Hello and welcome to How To Money, a financial education podcast for young Australians aimed at opening up the conversation around money. In each episode, your host, Kate Campbell, brings in a variety of guests to explore everything from buying shares to starting your own business, all with the aim of kickstarting your personal finance journey. Just a quick reminder that everything we cover in this podcast is for financial education purposes only, and we are not giving you any advice. If you do want advice, please seek the help of a qualified and competent professional and do some research. Remember, it's your money, so take control. Vicky, thank you so much for joining me on the How To Money podcast today. Thanks, Kate, for having me. I'm so thrilled to be here. Now, it's another wonderful lockdown recording, but we make the most of it. So, Vicky, we're talking about a very, very important topic today, and that is superannuation. And I will talk about superannuation to anyone who will listen to me because I think it's so important for young people. And for full disclosure, before we dive in, I actually have my superannuation with, with rest. So I just want to be very upfront for everybody. Um, you don't actually, you didn't know that, but yeah, I just want to um, tell everyone I've got that. Just, I don't think it will affect the questions, but there we go. Anyway, Vicky, if we can kick off the episode with a little bit of intro into yourself and rest super and sort of what a superannuation fund does for anyone that's uh, new to the idea. Yes, certainly. And um, just for full disclosure, I also have my money with rest. Uh, So, you know, I've got to make sure I do a really good job for you, Kate, and for me. Mm. So, look, rest is a superannuation that was created back in sort of 1988 and um, was really about helping retail workers. That's our history, you know. And um, it was when the new legislation came in, it meant that workers who would work in all sorts of different retail jobs on top of their salary would get some superannuation guarantee. So as you would probably know, or your listeners, from the 1st of July, it's now 10%. So if you earned yourself $1,000 over a week, then another $100 would go into your superannuation, that 10%. So that gets locked away for your future, but um, it's so important when you're young, superannuation. So REST looks after about 1.8 million Aussies, and they are um, in country towns, big cities, regional, rural. Uh, you can imagine lots of people work in retail jobs when they first come out of school or they're in school. So we have lots of really young members, 50 50% of our members, nearly a, a million, are actually under um, 30. So wow. we really do want to represent and talk to all Australians, but very much young people in superannuation. And also we have members up until 91 or two. So, you know, it stretches across a great many. So, um, more than 60% are women. So there are a lot of, a lot of women, but also lots of lots of men. And look, we're really there to simplify super is our goal, make it really simple and a bit interesting and really because younger people have such a great opportunity to build something as they work through their lives in some cases without even doing too much with it. So it's it's really, you know, if you can understand the basics, you're in a great shape for your future. And it's definitely something that just by spending a couple of hours learning some of the basics, you can really change the direction of your financial future and the retirement without having to actually spend much time or money at all, which is Pretty amazing when you think about it like that. Very much so. Now, Vicky, how one of the questions I always ask people on the podcast is how they ended up where they are right now. And maybe you could give us a couple of the highlights along the way of how you ended up running a, a super fund and such a big one at that. Oh, well, thanks, Kate. 
Look, I grew up on a a farm of about um, 1,300 acres in regional Victoria, and I went to a school of about 25 kids. And um, I did always think I wanted to be in business or be a boss or be, (laughs) you know, or lots of different ambitions when you live out on a big farm. But certainly there was no superannuation then, and um, I certainly didn't have a goal to be a CEO of superannuation. So, you know. That's a pretty niche goal, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But um, I guess how I ended up here is I did go to uni, didn't finish uni, but studied actually psychology and drama. And and I'd say they're quite good skills for being a CEO, actually listening to people (laughs) and communicating with people. But I did get uh, an entry role into banking and financial services. And those companies were great at sort of teaching me all about at that stage, it was banking and insurance. And eventually, I kind of ended up in wealth and advice and superannuation. And I got really passionate about it because, you know, people like my mum, who's been part-time mother, looking after the kids, working in retail or cleaning type roles and saving over her long time, she just finds super so complex and complicated and doesn't know anything about it. And I thought, you know what, I'm quite passionate about demystifying that super for people and and really trying to help them understand something that's their own money that they can have in the future. So what can I do to lead that? So I guess, you know, I just ended up, you know, in lots of different roles through lots of different financial services companies and, and three and a half years ago I joined REST as a CEO, which really was an ambition to be a CEO and I'm very passionate about people's savings for their future. Yeah, it's it's always interesting to to hear that journey, and I think as you mentioned, it it is something that has been historically we've seen it as a little bit confusing or filled of jargon, superannuation, and we've often been a bit detached almost and not seeing it as our money, which is such an important thing because it is your money. You're getting paid it from your employer. It's part of what you worked for, but we often, um, yeah, we sort of discounted and we treated as some some other money that we're just not going to touch for so long. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, I um I have a 19-year-old and um, he, I've been trying to, you know, educate my <laughs> three children about super. And yes, it's not the most exciting topic, but when he, he actually did a um, stint in a contact centre last year working for another fund and um, he said he could not believe, one, how many people did not understand superannuation mm. whatsoever and, and then two, how important it was. And then he said, why didn't I learn about this in year 12? He said, like, we learned in year 11. And he said, we learned about CTP, comprehensive third-party insurance that will never see the the light of day, but we don't learn this. He said, it's Mm. so important and people don't have a clue and they they don't even understand that it is their money. So um, I think for younger people, it's this word retirement and it sounds like it's forever. But I have talked to uni students who do say to me, oh, no, I love my super. And I'm like, really? And they say, yeah because I've got no money in any other account and this one keeps growing (laughs) and I feel like I'm not completely poor. And Mm. I think, you know, it's those little moments of superannuation that people can really personalise and realise that even if it's a long way away, it is your money. Yeah. And, And for someone who's new to superannuation and hasn't gone back and listened, there's a few previous episodes for listeners if you want to get some of the basics, but are you able to give us a brief refresher on what the actual point of superannuation is and why we should be thinking about it. 
Well, superannuation is now universal for all Australians. Nearly all jobs are are covered by it. Mm -hmm. And once upon a time, it wasn't. So what it means is if you go off and work and over a fortnight, you um, earn $1,000. On top of that, you would now get 10% of superannuation savings that goes off into a select account for you when you turn a uh, age such as 65 or 67. Now, the point of that is that 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 $100 goes in and then you'll get investment returns on that and it will keep growing and you'll keep contributing this 10% as part of your, wherever you're working, part-time or full-time or whatever over the career of your lifetime and it'll get accumulated into this one account. And then that account starts to grow and grow and you get compound interest, which we can talk about in a minute. But effectively, when you then go to retire, it is your future income. So rather than thinking of it as retirement, whatever, if you're no longer working, you're not able to get that pay deposited to your bank account for $1,000 every fortnight. This is what's going to pay you and you won't have to be working to, mm. to achieve it. So so it's just your future income. You're, you're saving a bit of money so that when you no longer can retire, it can basically pay the bills for you and help you when you're no longer working. And I think that's sometimes why we can be so detached from it because it is something that we're not going to be able to touch for so many decades down the track if, we're, if you're in your 20s right now like me. And so it can seem like something that's very, very far away. But if you don't think about it in your 20s and 30s, then it can really impact the balance you'll have at retirement. Oh, very much so. You know, I, I try and whenever I'm out and about, I try and talk to REST members. And um, when I'm in a retail store, I ask people about their, their super. And I, I once um, last year was talking to, we had a stall at Chadston and I was talking to um, some of the Boost Juice staff and a 23-year-old came up to me and said, oh, I think my soup is with rest, but I'm not really sure. And I said, oh, well, have you been working in retail? And she said, yes. And since I was like 17 or something, she said, oh, I've probably got a 1,000 or 2,000. I mean, I don't really know and I don't know how to, to access it. And I said, well, it's really easy now, which is the great thing. You just download the app. And she's like, mm. really? I said, yep, don't worry about all the rest of the paperwork. We can download the app for you now. So we did the process, which you can do all online, get your member number, and it'll all help you through the questions to do that. And within about 10, 15 minutes, she opened it up and she went, oh, my God, I've got like $13,000. And she was like, she could not believe it. And she just said, oh, my goodness. Like she just really didn't realize how how much it had grown. And, and that this was her money. And even though she couldn't, she said, I know I can't access it, but actually I feel so much better knowing that I've got this. And she may even have super elsewhere and it may even be more than that. But that's that moment and I think using your app is really mm. the app is what's going to change for everybody. You can just easily look at your account in like one second, which is fantastic. Yeah. And no, in no other circumstances, would you just have like a spare 13 grand lying around that you hadn't thought about or gone, oh, am I actually doing something with this money? And it's just, it's interesting that we can have this money lying aside that we haven't even thought about that we might not even know exist. Yeah, absolutely, Kate. And the other part of superannuation, just to answer your first question is, again, you know, 
what is that 13,000? You know, what is it invested in? So which investment option are you in and does it suit you? You can be sort of more aggressive and go in a really high growth option or you could go in a more safe type cash option. So there's a couple of options that you can go in. You know, you've got to look at your fees, but importantly, there's insurance. And so that's important to find out because generally people under 25, the government's brought in new legislation that there won't be insurance. But once you turn 25, um, there's an option around insurance and that is income protection or it's death insurance or it's TPD insurance, total and permanent disability. And why it's important to know, do I have insurance and how much is it and do I need it? Do I need Mm. more or do I need less? Is because those premiums for that insurance do come out of your savings that have um, been accumulating. So you've got to make sure you understand if you've got insurance and if you have, do you want it and do you need it? And usually people, the reason insurance is in super is because um, a lot of people couldn't access insurance or pay for it separately. And so when your bills mount up and as you get a bit older, you might have a mortgage or you might have some debts. um, And if something happened to you, this insurance would then pay all of that off so that you're not left with a, a big bill. Or in the case of rest, you can have income protection. And that actually means if you unfortunate to go through cancer or some of those type of issues, um, it can replace um, part of your income so that you, again, can keep living and paying your day-to-day bills, which is really um, important. And that's and that's one of the the many reasons why I think it's so important for young people in their 20s and 30s to really pay attention to their super because if, if you've never looked at it and you've worked in multiple jobs to date, you might have a few super funds running around, which at least now through the, the MyGov ATO website, you can actually um, log in once your tax file number is linked and actually see a list of all the super funds. But um, maybe 10 years ago, it was a lot harder to find, um, unless you had the paperwork, all those different funds that you'd accumulated along the way. That's right. And if I could sort of, uh, you know, I've got two tips, but, you know, the first one is make sure you don't have multiple super accounts, even if it feels a bit hard to consolidate. As you said, there's, you can do it through one of the funds will consolidate it for you and it's all online or, you know, in rest, you can consolidate in your app. Um, so, um, there are ways to do that. You've got to look at your insurance and things, but, mm. you know, it's quite easy and simple because otherwise you will pay multiple fees and that, that can erode your balance. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's it's really important to think about, and also looking at your fees as well, which we'll, we'll talk about in a sec. Um, and one of the other things I wanted to talk about was that idea of retirement. I think as a young person, it often seems like a bit of a dirty word, and we don't want to talk about it. And I think often it takes sort of that reframing of views. And why do you think that we struggle to conceptualize our superannuation? Is it just because it's so far away, or are there other reasons involved there? I I think um, it is because it's quite far away. So people, uh, I thought that's number one. Number two, it's quite complex. So people don't really understand it. And therefore, if you don't understand it, and there's a lot of terms that don't really make sense um, uh, to, the, to, to anybody really, um, it means you're not sure if it's really for you and it's hard to engage in it. Um, so I think there's multiple issues at play and you don't really get um, taught much about superannuation as I said earlier. So so um, I think though that if you learn a couple of the little basics or as I my tip is just download whatever fund you're with app, then that really is the simplest, easiest way to quickly understand it. And then there are 
a few simple things you can do that really can make a difference to your superannuation savings, which is just your future income. That's all it is. It's a a pot that goes away. So again, when you're not working, this is going to be something that will pay you. (laughs) Yeah. And downloading the apps is such a good idea because you can also quite quickly tell if your employer is actually paying your super on a monthly or quarterly basis, depending on how they do it. Because there are many circumstances where employers have been having maybe they've forgot they've got your details wrong or they might be having some troubles financially and people realize years later they weren't paid super for a long time. Yeah, it's very important because you can easily see if that contribution has gone in weekly or monthly or sometimes quarterly. It just depends on the employer, but you can check it. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. And one of the other things, we want to talk a little bit about fees because I think that's something that historically has been quite complex because when you log in, Um, or look at your super fund, there's often a few different layers of fees and it can be hard to understand what am I actually paying in total in fees Um, because there's all these different little amounts going out of my fund. What are some of the the main fees that anyone at any super fund would be paying and what should we be looking for when we're sort of comparing funds? Yeah, I think um, you're right. There is um, can be some complex parts to the fees, particularly around the investment part can be can mm. be quite complex um, uh, these days. But um, generally speaking, most funds have a per week fee. So, you know, they might charge you $1.30 per week, for example, or some funds charge more than that or less than that. Um, and often you will then pay um, a percentage basis points, they call it. So, it might be 10 basis points um, or 12 basis points. And and so, that's just calculated on your balance. And often, the funds have a cap. But if you can find out, what is my per week fee? Is there any administration percentage that gets paid, which is those basis points? Um, And then, what is the investment fee? And if you were to go and look at your fund's website, it'll say, oh, we've got 15 different investment options. And if you look on the fees section, it'll show you um, cash, you would pay this much, whereas a growth option, you would pay that much. So they're sort of the three main fees in that sense. And then the fourth one is the one I talked about before, any insurance and insurance premiums. So that's not quite a fee, but it'll be a premium that's deducted. And again, you're right, it's a bit complicated to work out those things, but you can easily check that on your um, fund's website. Mm, And one of the, the things I have mentioned before is actually when you go to compare fees, making sure you're looking at the right option that you're actually in, because some of the larger funds um, have 10 plus investment options and it, it can be hard to work out exactly which one you're in. So you've got to go back to the app or the paperwork and go, hey, this is what I'm in. So I'm actually looking at the right fees for my fund. Yeah, that's very good. Very good tip, Kate, because it, it's not always quite as obvious as that. But look, fees have been going down a, a, across the industry. And so there's a lot of good funds that have, you know, really trying to keep f- fees lower for members, you know, and you may know this, but REST's fees are on average 30% lower than than the median. And and that's because when people have smaller balances, you want to make sure that it's not eroded by fees. And that has been, I think that was brought up in the Royal Commission as well. Some of the people with a, maybe only $1,000 in their super over the a few years, if they hadn't consolidated their super or if they just lost track of that fund, it had slowly eroded down to nothing with fees yeah. and insurances. That's right. 
And so, some of the super funds have brought in um, like caps where fees won't be charged on balance, low balances now, haven't they? Yes, that's well. Um, the government has brought in that there's a, a low balance cap for people who are generally speaking under you know, three and a half thousand balance or somewhere around there, a small balance that they there's a cap. But equally, um, funds often have different caps. So, you know, on on that percentage or basis points part. So REST, for example, has a cap of $300 on that percentage piece of the administration fee that we won't charge any more than that, no matter how big your balance is. Um, and again, that's to, to make it fair for everybody. Yeah. And if someone thinks that maybe they've just downloaded whichever app or found their details on their super statement from last year and they think that, hey, maybe I'm overpaying in terms of fees compared to industry average, do you have any suggestions on how you would go comparing your current option to some of the more competitive options out there? Well, um, to your point, you can either do it in a quick way and have a look on some of the websites, and uh, but you've got to make sure you're looking at apples with apples and you're looking at the right investment option if you mm-hmm. want to make sure you're getting it right. And also you need to look at whether you've got that insurance because the insurance can be quite different different too. So you can you can do it quite easily online. There's lots of like Money Smart and the ATO now has the government website. They have comparison tables, but for example, some of them don't include the insurance part. So you might mm. decide to consolidate to a different fund and all of a sudden you might lose your insurance and that might have been important to you. So if you really wanted to try and work it out, you can talk to your fund and ask them about, just give them a call and they won't do a comparison necessarily of multiple funds, but they do have those online. They will, however, though, talk to you about exactly what you are paying for and what your fees are. So if you get a really good sense of that, you could actually then call one or two other funds. So you can see it online. You can put it into any of those sort of tables, but just be conscious that it's not always apples with apples and sometimes often the insurance is hard to compare. Yeah, and I think that's a really important point to just call out because I know a lot of financial advisors do mention that before you just go consolidating like crazy, if you do have those insurances and you want to keep having life insurance or TPD, actually making sure talking to someone and checking that because if you have pre-existing conditions, they might not be covered or there might be a waiting period if you get a new insurance. So that's always something to just pause before you just go consolidating like crazy there. Yeah, it's important. It is. And what about, do you have any suggestions for getting friends and family on board with Super? Because I know a lot of the time it's through those conversations and talking to people that finally gives them that little push over the edge to actually go in, log in, check their Super, maybe change investment options, check their fees. And it's it's not something that we often sort of have a strike of inspiration at night to check our super. Do you have any tips around that? I think the conversation, and hopefully it's not a conversation killer, but I think just talking to your friends or family just for a couple of key questions gets you started, you know, because you can kind of find out a few things about it or you can compare and say, well, I'm with this fund and you're with this fund, you know, what sort of funds are out there. And then I do think a quick phone call to your super fund can can within sort of, I don't know, 10, 10 minutes or less give you a bit of insight into what it is and how much money's been paid in there and and what are your fees. And then um, I would always recommend, as I say, downloading the app because that's the way you'll quickly be able to compare. I think talking to each other is important. There's a lot of um, good chat type 
you know, you can look online. Now, people aren't necessarily qualified financial advisors, but it's more just to help you with the simple questions because once you get a bit of a feel for it, then you can, as I say, talk to your fund or talk to their advisors who can help you really understand your super. Yeah, absolutely. It's often that you just need the confidence to take that first step and then suddenly the world opens up to you and you're you're having fun actually comparing products, but it, it can be hard to sort of take that first leap. Yep, that's right. Now we're veering off the the path of like super 101 now, but I know a lot of my listeners are really interested in, in how super funds are dealing with environmental, social and governance issues. So I was interested if you could maybe elaborate a little bit on how you and REST approach ethical screening of superannuation investments. Do you look at it as a whole or just for one specific investment option? And what aspects do you look at there? Yes, well, um, responsible and ethical uh, investing is really important to REST and it's really important to REST members. So of members that we surveyed, they said that the, the first thing that's really important is fees, then investment returns, and then a responsible investor and how we invest their money um, is really important to them. So it's really um, quite important. We recently announced um, that we wanted to go to the 2050 and we're targeting carbon net zero by 2050. And that's really important about how we think about where we invest. Now, the way we would do that is by working with companies to start thinking about decarbonisation plans. Because if you limit and say, well, I'm not going to deal with any of these type of companies, either climate change issues or supplier issues or those sort of things, they're actually people with real jobs in those companies as well. So what, what we try to do is work with companies to think about, well, what's your plan and how are you going to go about that? It's really important. The other thing is, uh, you know, climate change, for example, we see as a real financial risk. We're going to invest your money in things like um, wind farms. So we have a, a 100% ownership of a renewable energy wind farm in Western Australia, but we also invest in other types of energy. And we want to make sure that those technology and companies are not going to become obsolete and not impacted negatively by climate change and also that they are um, doing things to positively impact climate change, which is critical. The other thing that we did recently is you look at that as your whole universe of our investments and then you work with companies to start thinking about where you can move towards that carbon-free type environment. But secondly, we launched a uh, investment option recently called Sustainable Growth. And it has a lot more exclusions in it that is more focused on, on even more ethical climate change type um, investment options. So for some people, they wanted a more holistic sense, but other people, they really want to make sure their money is in an investment option that does that in, in an even stricter sort of basis. And that's that was a really important initiative for us that REST members told us that they are really interested, not all mm. REST members, but lots of REST members really interested in um, sustainable growth and that type of investing. And I think that's another really important point that you have a choice when it comes to your super fund. You don't have to be invested in the fund that you got given when you were 18. You can actually choose investment options within the the umbrella of the, the fund. And I, I know REST has many options, as do the other large super funds. And I think it's really good that you take that activist approach because I think super funds are in such a, especially the large ones in Australia, they've, because everyone has this compulsory money going in them every month, they're, they're such large 
pools of money that they can have a really positive impact on companies uh, if they use their voice for good. So I I like to hear that you are taking an activist approach when it comes to it, not just sort of chopping out every company. No, it's really important. I mean, we have over $60 billion of funds under management from our 1.8 million REST members, and we want to make sure that we are working to ensure that where we invest that money is going to be sustainable in the future. And and with a lot of young uh, REST members, they might not be retiring till for 40 years. And so we've got to think about time horizons and our investments over 40 years and 30 years, not just the companies of today, but we need to help those companies of today also start contributing to that future too. So it's it's really important because um, the younger generation have got, you know, a lot longer until they're going to retire. So we've really got to make sure we're looking out for the world. Yeah, yeah. It's a very different approach than one might take as an individual investor when I'm thinking, oh, 5, 10, 15 year horizon and you're having to think, hey, even when I'm no longer here running this fund, it needs to be invested in a way that it's going to provide for the people that are just being born now in decades' time, which is a really different way of thinking about investing, isn't it? It is. And it's why that, you know, we we look to sort of invest in and increase uh, increasing our investments in things like renewable type energy and those type of newer industries. They might take a longer time to build, but they're so important for that long-term future. Awesome. And to wrap up today's episode, I was wondering if you could leave us with your number one tip for young people and their superannuation that they can take away today. Well, I I think I've said it about 20 times, so I'm going to still say it if that's all right, but download the app of whatever super fund you're with. And then secondly, make sure you only have one account. And then that way you can be really focused on what it is and learn about it over time without it being too overwhelming. So that that would be my, I think once you pass that, then you can make choices, you can invest in sustainable options, you can think about which investment option you like and you don't have to rush and do it all. But at the same time, if you've just got the app and you've got one super fund, it'll be so much easier for you to, to work through what you've got. Absolutely. And I think lockdown is a perfect time for people to really get on top of this. You've got time to explore all the different options, different funds, look at the ATO's My Super comparison tool, uh, understand insurance, and really it's a lifelong investment of your time. Just to get some of these basics down pat, you won't have to relearn them. The concepts will be there in 10, 20 years' time. The what's in the investment portfolio might be different, but the basic concepts of superannuation will be the same. So I think it's definitely worth a good investment of your time during lockdown. Yeah, great tip, Kate. And as I said, you know, a lot of us just like to do it remotely. So do it on your app, not ask too many questions, but you can actually just call the contact centres of a fund and they'll literally tell you what you need to know in five, six minutes. So you don't have to make it too challenging and you can reach out for a bit of help like yeah. my son, who was helping people and he loved helping people on those contacts. And he just, you know, it's a few simple answers and he was able to help people really understand what they had. Wonderful. Vicky. well, if people want to find out a bit more about you and Rest Super, where should they go? Oh, just to rest.com.au, I think. Uh, nice and easy. Place. Yep, <laughs> just look, look us up online. And if you um, are a Rest member, then as I say, make sure you download the app so you know all about your super. Wonderful. Well, Vicky, thank you so much for joining me on the Howtsy Money podcast today. Thank you, Kate. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Howtsy Money podcast. 
If you enjoyed this, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and send any questions our way via www.howtomoney.online. You can also catch us on Twitter and Instagram at howtomoneyaus, and we'd love to hear from you. You've been listening to the How To Money Podcast.